Forsberg, half board for Yossi at the point. Return to Forsberg, who comes out near the point. Now, from the circle, he scores! What a ripper! He really let that one go! <laughs> Power play goal for Philip Forsberg, and the Predators take a 6-1 lead. Philip Forsberg, five goals in the first six games of the season. Then he was dealing with a lower body injury, out for six games. Back in the fold, that was his first goal back, or since being back. Now has six on the season, power play goal in the third period. And that will be the sixth and final goal of the evening as the Predators will win 6-1 in Detroit. Our weekly with David Poyle is right now. Darren McFarlane, Chase McCabe alongside. Willie D is heading back from Detroit. He will join us later in the show when he lands. David, how you doing? I'm doing good, Darren. That was a nice win last night, huh? Yeah, we needed that. Obviously, uh, you know, the last couple of games didn't go our way. You know, the the Calgary game, when we had the big lead 4-1 to one and losing in overtime, that kind of left a little bit of a mark. And, you know, we didn't quite recover, I guess you would say, from the Rangers. But to me, last night was a, a real good effort. I mean, 60 minutes long. I mean, kept the... Uh, uh, you know, put on the on the pedal, so to speak, all the way through the through the game, and uh, we rewarded with uh, a big big win against Detroit. If anybody was going to have a pool going into the season and said, you know, early November, Nick Benino will be leading the team in goals. If you had that, you're currently leading your pool. Um, what what are you seeing <laughs> out of Nick Benino that is having early success from him? Well, again, just a real smart player. I mean, as they say, uh, you know. Uh, if you want the money, where do you go? You go to the bank. And for Nick Benino, <laughs> he's going he's going in front of the net. I mean, let's call it like it is. There's some players that just uh, won't won't do that because there's a lot of cross checks and there's a lot of physical play in front of the net. And I I think about uh, five or six of his eight goals have all been by uh, redirections, de- deflections, and you know, good good on him to be realizing you know where where we have the best chance of scoring. I mean, we we break this down all the time in terms of the the danger areas and we have zone one, zone two, zone three, and you kind of measure where your quality is and zone one is the place to, to be. And uh, that's where Nick Benino has been. So, you know, fantastic for, for him. And it's been a huge bonus for, for us uh, this, this uh, early, early part of the year. David, I thought it was nice for Kyle Turris to get rewarded because I thought uh, uh, his line had a good shift. It was about five minutes to go or so in the first period. And he rang one off the post Looked like maybe he was going to be able to tie it up with that, but later on, uh, five and a half minutes into the second period, he did get his fourth of the year. Nice play by him, just collecting a bouncing puck in the neutral zone. But uh, we talked about him so much last year. He's off to a really good start. What are you seeing out of Kyle Turris? Well, Kyle has always been a top offensive player. He's got a real dangerous shot. Uh, I guess I'd like to see him kind of use it a little bit more if he can because he's very deceptive and it's uh, it's very fast. Uh, fast shot he changes direction just like he did last night it's from a long way out but he changes direction a little bit with his stick and his body and i think he used the defense defenseman as a little bit of a screen and uh, it turns out to be the winning winning goal so kyle's getting a lot more chances again our lines have been moved around uh, a bit the last three or four games i you know i'm all right with that because it's early in the year and you're trying to find out who can play with who and you know last night uh Yarncroft, who who is actually played very well and was moved up early part of the year from a third or fourth line position to the top line with Johansson and Arvidsson uh, gets spotted there last night with uh, Duchesne and, and Turris, and I think he really helped them from his, I guess, his energy standpoint and uh, his 
ability to retrieve pucks. So, you know, it really really benefited both uh, Duchesne and Tourist. Uh, Duchesne got two goals, uh, one on the power play and one even strength. And as you just mentioned, Kyle got the winning goal. So it uh, looked like it had possibilities for sure. David Poyle, general manager of the Predators on the line with us, joins us every time this week on Tuesdays. That's presented by Gary Force Acura and Cool Springs Wines and Spirit. Uh, you rewarded Colton Sissons with a seven-year deal in late July this offseason, a $20 million deal. He just collected his fifth goal of the season. Colton Sissons has always been, as I've described him, you always need a glue guy in the room. Colton is one of those guys. I love what he's been doing, especially coming down the right side. He's just been coming down and just delivering some bombs from the right side. I'll ask you the same thing. What have you seen uh, so far out of Sissons? Good start to the season. It's his birthday today, so he's 26. So uh, I'm sure he's happy about scoring last uh, last night. I mean, Colton is a player that uh, we we feel is still getting better in his overall game. Lavi uses him in uh, all situations right now uh, because of Benino scoring so much. Sissons' line has actually become our we call our checking and shutdown line. And if you see last night, there was different matchups through the game, and they weren't as important because we got the big lead in the second period, but. You know, uh, Coach Lavalette probably was going to, when he had the ability to, he'd probably put Sissons' line against Larkin's line, which is Detroit's most dangerous line. And you might see that, you know, on Thursday night in Colorado in terms of where McKinnon is playing. And I would think that uh, it's, it's a little bit harder because we don't have the last change. But when Coach Lavalette gets a chance, you think he'll put him against uh, uh, Sissons against uh, McKinnon. So all-around player, plays hard all the time. Um a guy that's a really good team player. I think he's uh, um, he's a, a, a leader on our team, a future assistant or possibly captain type of a player. He's that influential with our with our guys. And as I said at the beginning here, I just feel that his game has still got more to grow. And you know, as his hands are getting getting better, he's going to contribute more uh, offensively than he ever has before. And we've certainly seen that in the early part of the season. You brought up last Thursday's game, and I thought uh, Austin Watson was going to pull everybody out of the fire and have the game winner with just over a minute to go. But uh, unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be. But he did have two goals in that game, and what a night it would have been. Announcing the second period, he gets a new contract and could have had the game winner late. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to you since that new deal was announced. Uh, three years, $4.5 million. What went into that? And we got a chance to talk to him, Hal Gill and I, in post game after the game, and he really, you could see it. His just his body language, how much it meant for the organization to to stand behind him and behind him. And he admitted how tough last year was for him and his family personally, and for you guys to to reward him with a new deal. You you could just you could just feel it right there in the room of what it meant to him. So, what what went into that decision? Um, well, first of all, it's two goals and two assists. I wish I could sign a, a player every before every game. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we get good results. You wouldn't sign Yossi. I believe we had a pretty good game that night. Yep. You know, you can only you can only dole out so many contracts. <laughs> but on a more serious side, uh, I, again, it, it's certainly well documented. All of the problems that Austin has, has had off off the ice, and um, I really feel that our organization, and I mean uh, throughout our organization, lots and lots of people, uh, lots of players, different different situations at different times, that everybody has worked really hard with uh, with Wadi and his family uh, to at least help him get 
uh, partially where he is today. <laughs> Obviously, the responsibility and the only person that can you know really do it is is Austin Watson, and he has certainly made a uh, concerted effort uh, to 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 be you know as responsible as he can as he can be. And uh, for example, his first summer is a when you look back at it because of all the situations that happened off the ice with. With Wadi, it was the first summer he's been able to work out on a regular basis, and um, he, he has, and he and he just looks really good. He feels good. We we totally recognize when you have a situation like this that it's it's a day to day situation. But I I didn't feel that it was right to uh, when we're trying to keep our core of our players together to to just try to you know offer him a one year extension type of thing. I I think it. it Really felt that uh, the right thing to do in terms of our relationship is that we should do a little bit of a longer-term deal, and I know he and his family are very appreciative of that, and we're very happy that we uh, signed him, and we obviously hope him the best of luck both on the ice and uh, more importantly off the ice. David Poyle, Predators general manager, here with us, and, and just sticking on that for a second, David is is that one of those you know when you're when it's all said and done and you've agreed on the terms that you kind of sit back personally and just knowing that you're part in all of this and the organization's part in all of this, that's, that's a little bit of a personal victory to help somebody along like that and then reward them uh, for, for coming out on the right side? Yeah, this is, uh, uh, this is very difficult. I mean, uh, just because I've been in the business a long time, unfortunately I've, I've dealt with some of these situations before. They're, they're never quite the same. Uh, they're, always, there's always, they're always very difficult. Uh, you have the, you know, the, the player that... Uh, Usually, in most most cases, uh, thinks it's a one-off. Uh, the problem is never recognized at the be- beginning. There's there's usually you know a lot of uh, failure, if 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 you will. There's uh, I think relationships don't <clears throat> go go smoothly uh, in mo- most cases because you're you're always negative with the player. You're confronting the player, and you're you're trying to do what you think is is right, but it's 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 hard. And it, again, it always comes back to the getting the proper help and counsel and then you know coming to grips with uh, his, his situation and uh, with uh, you know with Wadi he has and with our organizations I'm just repeating myself I really feel that uh, we've done the best that we we can to be a an ally uh, for him to be there when he uh, when he needs it and uh, again our, our players probably are at the top of the ladder there in terms of deserving the most credit in terms of how they've uh, kept uh, you know Wadi you know, it's part of an important part of our team and, you know, including them in everything and, you know, <clears throat> looking out for them, if you will. So I tried to get you last week on this and uh, you didn't bite, so I don't think you're going to do it now. But uh, how, how, how long do you want to evaluate some of the other contracts that are going to be coming up this off season? Are you going to spread things out a little bit or is that something that you're already looking at? We're always looking at it. So, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to uh, bite, I guess, if, if you will. I think that there's uh, there's there's a lot of games to be played. Uh, as I say that we're we're looking at a lot of different situations. Um, and again, it's not just me, if you will. It's uh, it's also you know some of the other players. I mean, you know, I, we don't have too many contracts to 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 do. I mean, there's two forwards that uh, two or three forwards and are in their last year with uh, that's like uh, Granlin, Smith, Grimaldi, and a couple of defensemen, three defensemen actually, in Hamus, Irwin, and Weber. I mean, we've you know, we've touched base with their respective uh, agents, and you know, try to have that relationship, to letting them know that everything kind of has a has an order. And uh, you know, we're not 
totally clear on what the cap is going to be next year. And, uh, you know, I just, just think it's going to take a little bit more, uh, you know, more time to, to, you know, figure things out. You know, we want to look down the road here a little bit in terms of how our team, you know, fares as we get closer to the, you know, the middle of the season to the trading deadline to see whether we want to want to or need to make any, any changes. So I think right now we're, we're in a good place and I don't anticipate doing anything, you know, uh, in terms of other contracts at this moment. So that's not to say in a month or so that that won't change, but at the at the moment, I think we'll, we'll sort of stick with where we are. David, what have you seen out of Mikhail Granlund lately? He had a pretty good start to the season with that, that Duchesne line, and I know with injuries, you know, things have moved around, and, and Peter Laviolette is trying to find the right combinations, but things have cooled off for him as of late. What have you seen? I think what uh, Peter Lavalette was trying to do last night is uh, kind of message a little bit to our our top two lines that we're getting plenty of scoring, but it's, it's not coming from you. It's coming from the, the third and fourth line, and we just need a little bit more more balance. And, you know, Duchesne was arguably our best forward for the first five or six games. Then he got hurt. Forsberg, as you had mentioned on the opening, at five goals in five games. And then he got hurt and came back. He finally scored last night. Duchesne gets two goals last night so just shaking things up so Kyle Turris gets rewarded by his play and moves up to the first or second line however you want to call it uh Granlin you know moves down for at least for her one night uh Kelly Yarncroft who started on the fourth line has been now playing on one of the top two lines and playing very very well so I think the competition is is always good and again knock on wood when I say this there's going to be things that happen you know from good play bad play and you know injuries that we need to know what people can do. So the fact that we're moving people around right now is not the worst thing in the world. Uh, Ramlin's game last night to me was really good, and he had as many chances as anybody to either get assists or to score a couple of goals, and he just seems to be a little bit uh, snake-bitten right now. So I think he's in a good place. He works as hard as anybody on our team, and I'd just like to see him have a little bit more success and if he, if he could do, in terms of getting some points because if he could, could do that, I think his confidence would even go go higher and be a, a top player for us. David, we always appreciate the visits. Uh, enjoy Denver, and uh, we'll talk next week. Okay, guys. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. That is David Poyle, general manager of the Predators. And uh, every week, Tuesday at 11.15, it's presented by Gary Force Acura and Cool Springs Wines and Spirits. They are out there. They will Pick back up on Thursday against the Avalanche. Saturday night, late night hockey. They'll be up in Northern California against the Sharks, who are off to a horrendous start. And then they'll wrap things up Tuesday in Vancouver against the Canucks. So it's a four-game road trip over eight days. So it's an opportunity for the team to spend some time together. You know, yeah, and, and so you you need which those, is what you like about road trips. Right, you need those team building exercises, especially mm-hmm. early in the season, to get everybody on the same page, and also to kind of just loosen things up a little bit, right? Kind of get right. away from hockey, and this road trip will certainly uh, allow them to do that. All right, we'll come back and discuss a little bit more about the Predators on the other side. ESPN one hundred two five. The game.